You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show. I am Matt Burton here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. I'm joined tonight, uh, as always, with Drake and Josh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We got Josh Connett in the building here with me at Flint. We got Drake Vitito back in studio on the ones and twos. And the Thunder lose tonight in the in the Paycom Center, one ten to one hundred eight to the Miami Heat. Uh, first off, though, fellas, Drake, how are we doing tonight? We doing okay? Yeah, I missed you guys a little bit uh, on Monday. Had some business I had to take care of, but all that's done now. Uh, I'm glad to be back with the boys talking uh, a little Thunder basketball. Great loss tonight. Great loss, Drake. I, I really I kind of buried the lead here a little bit too. How do we think the final went? Um, I, uh, you know, I won't have to take class anymore. Let's let's there just you go. go with that. <laughs> I love that. News, good news. Love to see that. We were we were rooting you on absolutely uh, on Monday. Josh, we doing okay tonight? We're doing great. We're out here at Flint. Great service. Great food. Great place. Great location. Just absolutely. Downtown. We can see the green lights. Green lights for Paycom. Absolutely, man. We're just northwest of the Paycom Center. Come on in to Flint Restaurant. Hang out with us. Hang out at the bar. Uh, Tom is in the bar tonight. He will take fantastic care of you, as he always does to us. But, guys, tonight, the Miami Heat, like I said earlier, get the victory in Oklahoma City against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Tyler Hero was uh, led all scores tonight with 35 points. Uh, Bam Adebayo had a double-double, 15 points and 13 boards for the heat they had no jimmy butler uh tonight and i mean it just tyler hero just stepped up josh i mean he just completely stepped up tonight he really did and uh i said that he needed two more to uh get his career high he got 35 he tied his career high so props to him props to him he uh played a heck of a game i think the thunder also played a heck of a game kept keeping it close somehow um they were nailing a lot of threes 24 56 42 percent Close to 43%, just under. Uh, but just nailing threes. It's kind of the blueprint, I think, that teams are just going in against the Thunder now is just shoot threes. We're not defending out there. So just keep shooting them. You'll probably make them if you're decent. Yeah, I had uh, I had two questions coming in this game for the Thunder in order for them to get the win. Number one, uh, Miami was coming in with the best offense or what I'm trying to – how would I say this? Defensive uh, efficiency in the paint. They allowed the least amount of points – for their opponents in the paint. And so I was going to wonder how, you know, SGA has been making a living this season in the paint. I was going to wonder how uh, the Thunder did as a team. Uh, and then the second one, I was going to wonder how the Thunder defended on the three-point line because they have not done a stellar job of that this season. So uh, at the end of the day, the Thunder ended up having 60 points in the paint out of uh, their final score of 108. So I think that was uh, that's pretty good. Uh, I think it was more of a tale of two halves, honestly. I mean, that first quarter was absolutely yeah. dreadful, all senses of the word. And then they just kind of turned it around in the second half like we've pretty much gotten used to the uh, with this Thunder squad this season. So uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, they did well in points in the paint. But when your opponent makes 24 three-pointers, it's going to be hard yeah. for you to win any sort of game in this league. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that was the story on Monday against the Mavericks. I mean, they had that second quarter where they hit 10 threes alone. They finished the game hitting 22 threes, and, <laughs> you know, that's just kind of all she wrote. I mean, uh, yeah, 24 threes tonight from the Heat, and uh, I we should have seen it coming. On, on Monday, uh, Matty Goldfish was filling in for Drake Vigito, for our guy Drake. And because he was nailing that final. He was nailing that final, absolutely. And the last score he read off was the Miami Heat losing to the Indiana Pacers 87 to 82 like this game was yep. played in the early 1990s and I, I was like I should you should have known that Miami was not gonna play or shoot that bad again uh, and they did it uh, I mean they, they absolutely did that tonight 24 out of 56 um, shooting a nice 43 percent from the three-point line the heat were tonight but tonight uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander led the thunder in scoring. Uh, once again, uh, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists for him. He did it on 10 of 20 shooting. So, again, our efficient king, Shea Gildas-Alexander, only one of three from deep. But 6 of 6 from th- from the free throw line. This is not what we are used to out of Shea. Uh, I thought that the Heat did a good job guarding him without fouling. I mean, uh, that, that was awesome. And... and uh, Sorry, I got thrown, I got thrown off. Someone walked in here, um, but and he wasn't even he wasn't even the Thunder's leading like free throw attempt guy. Like Darius yeah. Basley had seven. Uh, has that happened yet this year? I don't think I that that's happened this I would year. Doubt it. Um, but yeah, Shea, uh, and then again at the end too, he he kind of had a bad turnover, um, and then one that was when you look back at it, it probably should have been a foul on Victor Oladipo, yeah. uh, but the ball bounces out. Uh, Kyle Lowry knocks the ball out. Uh, of Shea's hand, hits off Shea, so another turnover. Yep. So there's two turnovers kind of back-to-back in crunch time there for Shea. But uh, what did you think of his night overall, Josh? I thought he played good. I, th- I think that I wish he got to the uh, free throw line more just because that's what we've been uh, we've been used to seeing. We've been used to seeing him get double digits in the free throws. They were limiting him tonight, though. I think the Heat's defense was good. I think defenses are kind of learning. If they just throw different looks at him, double teams, switches, whatever you can really, I think that's your best opportunity to slow down Shea. You're not going to stop Shea. Uh, but he still got to the free throw line six times, which is still decent. And 27 points, nothing to, uh, nothing to frown about over here. I kind of hinted at this kind of game that Shea was going to have uh, tonight a couple of shows ago where uh, we were questioning, okay, he's been getting those superstar calls all season. Uh, how is he going to be able to respond uh, to a defense that doesn't allow him to get to the free throw line as much as he has been getting throughout the season. Um, well, I think he responded pretty dang well. 10 to 20, I mean, he was a plus 10 and plus minus. I mean, take that with a grain of salt. But, I mean, seriously, I mean, he was he was doing other things on the floor than just scoring and getting to the line, and I think that's really refreshing to see. I mean, eight rebounds, seven assists, he was doing it all over the floor tonight. He absolutely was. Another guy that was doing it all over the floor, Josh Giddy, man. Josh Giddy, 19 points, 11 boards, 7 assists, flirting with that triple-double. He did it on 9 of 15 shooting, uh, 1 of 3 from the 3-point from the line. Um, I thought he was attacking the basket well, man, tonight. He, he was absolutely attacking the basket uh, with a purpose and then you know finding open guys, too. And then, again, he's... The Thunder's leading rebounder again. That's just kind of what that's just kind of what he does. He's I mean, he's guy. just yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but man, yeah, no, Josh Giddy, he was he was awesome tonight, Josh. I liked him a lot. I think that last game he looked a little bit nervous, and I think this is a great bounce back game for him, where uh, he looked he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. I think that 
He looked more comfortable with his shot, getting the rebounds, flirting with a triple-double, kind of what we got used to seeing last season in his rookie year. Uh, flirting with the triple-doubles was nice, and I, th- I hope he gets back to that. Yeah, Josh, uh, uh, talking about the other Josh, yeah, which by the one? way. Which right, one? Giddy. Yeah. Talking about Giddy, um, I, honestly, Matt and Josh, I think it might be as simple as he's getting a little bit more confident with uh, himself on the offensive side. We've said it time and time again, when you, when you change that shot up, it's going to take a very long extended period of time for you to even maybe muster up enough confidence. But what I really loved tonight from him was the one three he made was down the stretch there in the fourth. Uh, he got it to rim in, but... I love seeing this from Giddy. He's kind of he's kind of had a, a tough a tough year so far on the offensive end, but seeing this game has been really refreshing. And like he's done all season, even when he's been bad trying to score the ball, he facilitates in other ways. He's he's getting guys open. He's getting those assists. He's going and crashing the boards. I mean, that's what you want to see out of someone that can't get it going on the offensive end. Absolutely. Speaking of someone who couldn't get it going on the offensive end uh, on Monday. Lou Dort. Lou Dort was actually not bad tonight. 18 points, um, four assists, three boards tonight for him. Had a steal. Uh, did it on 6 of 12 shooting, 50%, and then over 50% uh, from the three-point line, 4 of 7. Now, that, that is kind of the – that is a lot more threes than I want Lou to, Lou to yep. shoot. But whenever you looked at the threes that he was shooting tonight, that that's my main problem is the threes that he was shooting on Monday. It was off the dribble, and it was step backs. And I just not that's just not Lou Dort. Like, yeah. hey, if you're if you're open, it come or like not even that. If if it comes to you late in the shot clock and you're open, shoot it. Or if you're just wide open, shoot the three. That's fine. Yeah. I have I have no problems with that. Uh, but it was the the off the dribble threes on Monday that were getting to me, and he responded uh, in a big way tonight. Yeah, I liked him tonight. I think that seven three pointers is a bit much for me. I agree with you there. I also think that SGA shooting only three three pointers is also kind of surprising because. I think that should flip-flop. I think SGA should be at that 7-8 mark, maybe even more. And uh, Lou Dort did tonight, but, he, I mean, he shot well, so I guess you can't be mad at that. 4-7 from deep. It's pretty good. And I think he uh, kind of came back, kind of like Josh Giddy. I agree, in this game. I think that uh, they both responded well after some down games. And I think, uh, I hope it continues. Yeah, I think I think the storyline with Dort is kind of in that same vein of Giddy. He hasn't been able to uh, quite find that, that, that range yet this season, but... After this game, seeing uh, him be all over the floor defensively, uh, I think it played in a little bit to his offensive game, just giving him that confidence, uh, guarding the lights of Tyler Hero, who kind of went off tonight, but still, I mean, that's a tough guard for anyone. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed uh, seeing how well Dorton Giddy did tonight. I think it's very refreshing. I think it's uh, – I just, I, I just look to see if they can capitalize off of tonight's game and keep it rolling. Absolutely. I mean, a, a couple more stats before we get out of here, too. Uh, all five Thunder starters were uh, were in double digits tonight scoring. Darius Baisley had 12 points uh, on four or seven shooting from the field. Um, I thought Bays I thought Bays looked pretty good tonight, <laughs> uh, all things considered. Uh, maybe not in, the, in that first half of the second half. I thought he looked uh, pretty good. Also had five boards, uh, a steal, and a block, too. So, I mean, he, he was kind of doing a little bit of everything. Uh, active on the uh, active on the defensive end for sure too because I mean I think he was the one guarding Bam Adebayo the most I think then that's a tough cover for uh, anyone and then J Dub uh, Jalen Williams had 14 points as well uh, six of ten from the field and a nice 50 percent two of four from behind the arc had five boards and two assists and two blocks as well for 
J-Dub, but I'm sure we'll talk about him more uh, in the very last segment. But coming up, we will have uh, the tank commander of the game, and Drake will take us around the association. But this is your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show live from Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come by, say what's up. It's just northwest of the Paycom Arena. Say what's up to Tom in the bar. He will take fantastic care of you, as he always takes fantastic care of us. But more postgame show coming up. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Welcome back. Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show, live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come by, say what's up, have some great food, some great drinks here at Flint. The Miami Heat get the win in Oklahoma City tonight at the Paycom Center, 110-108. to um, And it looked like, I mean, the first half, Josh, I mean, it looked like the Heat were going to run away with it. But this Thunder team, they do what they always do. They're never out of the game. They fight back. Make it close, and then uh, recently have just been losing these close games. Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. I feel like as a fan because they are competing in these games. That is a fact, and they're competing with pretty good teams as of late. I would say Miami Heat's better than the record that they show, fourteen and fifteen. Um, but also, I don't know how they were competing when they allowed twenty four three points made. Like I, right, I just right. don't know how that's possible to only lose by two when you shot a nine to twenty four. Just not good, not good. But somehow you're right. I don't know how they keep doing it, but they do. They do keep doing it. These are these are my uh, these are my favorite types of games. I love it when a team gets really really far up, runs up the score on the Thunder, and then the Thunder come back and make it really really close, and it looks like they're about to win, and then psh, it's almost like it. you can they it's almost it. like you can just see the other team be like, oh, we got this. It's the yep. Thunder. They're tanking. They're they want to lose tanking. games. <laughs> yeah, they're they're tanking. <laughs> Um, and then you can almost just see it. They get up by eighteen twenty, and then turn it on. And fan, <laughs> everyone, on. Who's, everyone who's watched Oklahoma City knows. Oh, yep. this isn't over, except for the other team. Somehow, the, the opposing team is always like, "Ah, we got this in the bag. This will be a breeze." That uh, um, I can't, I I can't help but understate because I'm looking at Tankathon right now. Oklahoma in the reverse standings, yep. seventh. Uh, yep. And they're only Ooh. about two game, one point, no, two and a half games behind third. Ah, I like that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Keep doing it. This game, it's beautiful. The tank was never off for us. The tank <laughs> was never off for us. We were we were never wavering. Is it bad that I was hoping for a 500 season? Maybe not 500 season, but they were getting close to 500, I feel like, maybe three, four games ago. I think we were getting- just hoping for over 23 and a half wins because that was yeah, what that's the preseason all we were hoping, set that's was. Sure. <laughs> that's all we were hoping for. Uh, but, guys, it is that time of the night. We have to get our tank commander of the game. We're good! Tanking! Yes. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, we're good! We're good! Tanking! Through the quad and into the gymnasium! Come on, everybody! right our tank commander of the game we give it to the thunder player who tried his best to help the thunder tank we go to our trusty rusty musty plus minus stat for this one because it's tree man 
Oh my! Who was a minus eighteen tonight? Five. Minutes. And he only played five minutes. <laughs> he only played five minutes. Uh, I believe it was in that first half uh, when the Miami Heat were just bombing away. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, next closest was Aaron Wiggins, who was minus seventeen, which, which makes I, no sense. I, I don't think Aaron Wiggins played bad. Like I no. thought he played pretty good. Uh, and then like he was guarding Tyler Hero uh, on that uh, game-winning shot and. It was good defense. good defense. It was just a, it was just a better shot. Like, he had a ridiculous one of those things. He had a ridiculous spin move going to toward the goal. Had an up and under with his left. I mean, jumping across from uh, the restricted area to the other side of the restricted area was pretty filthy. Right. I mean, um, yeah. No, I, Aaron Wiggins didn't play bad. He, he did not play bad. That's why uh, you can never trust the plus minus stat, even though we trust it to find. Our uh, tank commander of the game, who was Trey Mann. I will say in the first Played half. Five minutes. I will say in the first half. Whenever I saw Jacob Niffin, good buddy, he said uh, Eugene minus fifteen in four minutes. I was like, oh, easy, right. easy tank commander there. No, right. No, 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 no. Trey Mann beat it. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, he he did, and and uh, that's just unfair because that's I think that's the stretch where the Heat were just bombing away. They yeah, were just yeah. bombing away threes. Tyler Hero, it felt like hit like three in a row at one point. <laughs> Um, and, then, and then I remember telling Jerry, too, we were sitting up at, uh, in the press box with Jerry, and Tyler Hero hits, like, three in a row. And Victor Oladipo just forces up a shot on the very next possession. I'm like, what are you doing? Your, guy, your guys just hit three buckets yep. in a row, and you, you know what? It's Victor Oladipo time. I'm, it's not. It's called it, hot we're not, yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going to let Tyler Hero keep uh, heat checking. But nice. anyways, Nice, nice. Um, moving on. Yeah, heat checking. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, I see I see what I did there inadvertently. Inadvertently. Um, before we get to around the association, though, guys, I wanted to get your thoughts, uh, if you have any. And if not, then you can tell me that, too. Uh, the NBA has named more trophies. They've named more trophies. The yes. uh, MVP award is now the Michael Jordan trophy. The clutch NBA Clutch Player of the Year, which I didn't know that they didn't had. Know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Is uh, Jerry West the Jerry West Trophy, which is hilarious because Jerry okay. West only won one title, <laughs> um, thanks to Bill Russell. <laughs> but the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy is now awarded to the Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. No problems with that. Like that. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain awarded to the Rookie of the Year. I mean, no problems with that. He, I mean. Any any award could be named after Wilt Chamberlain. He holds like every record basically. Um, John Havlicek Trophy was awarded to the NBA Sixth Man of the Year. I don't. When was John Havlicek a sixth man? I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he was for like one season. They were like, you know what? We'll just give it to John Havlicek. And then George Mikan, the George Mikan Trophy, is going to be awarded to the Most Improved Player of the Year. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me because George Mikan was like six ten when everyone else was like six two. Like I mean, he was like a giant. I also um, never knew. So there he, was he a, needed to improve. I'll, I also didn't know that there was a point in his career where he just had a season where he was drastically better than his previous season. Right. I yeah. I like, think George Mikan was just always good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was just always good in his era. You know. Um, but no, Josh, any thoughts, any of these bother you or are you just like, Hey, none of this matters. Well, can I be honest now? I only saw the Michael Jordan trophy. I didn't see any of these others. I'm, I'm, I'm a little offended. I'm a little offended. Really just at two, the Jerry West trophy. I think 
there's probably other clutch players. There's probably other better right. options for that trophy. I will say the trophies look really cool, though. I will say that. There's one other, though. The, uh, not Wilt Chamberlain, obviously. John Havlicek, six men. Jamal Crawford, question mark? Jamal Crawford, yeah. What are we doing? Um, yeah, I, I think John Havlicek. That one, that one feels like in like 20 years they're going to rename it to the Manu Ginobili Trophy. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> right, it's, yeah. it's going to be Manu Ginobili's Trophy. It just yep. feels um, like it's a little bit of a boomer pick. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't hurt like any that. we can't hurt any feelings of anyone that's 50, 55 <laughs> right. or younger, so we have to grab all these guys that played in, you know, yesteryear. Right. Decades ago. I saw a lot of people I saw a lot of people mad that the clutch player of the year award, which I did not know was an award until just now. Um that that wasn't the Kobe Bryant award, but he has the All Star Game MVP trophy. That's right. So that's why. That's right. That is why. It is the uh, All Star Game MVP. But anyways, so yeah, I, I really didn't have any big thoughts. I really couldn't care less. Um but yeah, I, I just I thought the George cool Mikan one was funny because like yeah, like Drake said, like when did he need? When did he make a drastic improvement? <laughs> he was just always really good. Uh, and then I don't remember John Havlicek coming off the bench. So I don't know. And Jerry West just makes me makes me laugh because he won one NBA championship. Uh, <laughs> he was famous for like losing in the finals to the Celtics. So, um, but Drake, I think it is time for you to take us around the association, my good sir. Is it a thick one tonight? Um, let me scroll. Have you looked? Uh, it's it's pretty full. It's pretty full. We'll start with the game that happened uh, here in Oklahoma City. Thunder losing to the Heat, one ten to one hundred eight, in a close game. Shea flirting with a triple double, twenty seven points, eight rebounds, seven assists. But Tyler Hero was the heater of the night for Miami, scoring thirty five points in the Heat win. Staying out west in San Antonio at the AT&T Center, we got the Trailblazers, one of the surprises of this season thus far for me, playing against the Spurs in San Antonio. The Blazers go on to win that one pretty comfortably, 128-112. to Damian Lillard doing Damian Lillard things, 37 points, 8 assists. Scrolling up, we had a final in OT tonight. The Bulls, who have not been performing to expectations like I thought they would be this season. Losing to the Knicks in Chicago, 128-120. to Julius Randle had himself a double-double, flirting with a triple-double, 31 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists for the big man for the Knicks. Had a little, uh, what would you call it, an, a West-East matchup up north? Three directions there. Nice. The Kings traveled to Toronto to face the Raptors, and they ended up getting out of the great white north with a win. 124-123. to 123. The Kings, another surprise this season for me. DeMontis Sabonis having himself a heck of a season thus far. 21 points, 20 rebounds. Had himself a 20-20 burger. Seven assists. East-East matchup. Magic and the Hawks. I like this score. Just because of uh, you know a certain tank operation that we're uh, performing here in Oklahoma City, the Magic beat the Hawks in Orlando, one thirty-five to one twenty-four. Mister Markel Fultz, excuse me, excuse me, Markel, sixteen points, seven rebounds, nine assists. Where have you been, sir? Welcome, Josh. 
Josh brought up a, uh, a stat to me. Josh, what was the stat about Trey Young that you saw earlier? It was he hasn't made 44 of his last 54 three-pointers. So he's 10, he's 10, of, 10 of 54. 54. Yep. I could bring, I could bring up is. a saying about the law of averages. I could bring up a saying about living and dying by the three-pointer, but I, I digress. I will not. Yeah. Those are played out. Pacers Warriors in Indiana. Pacers being the Warriors. Tyrese Halliburton, that lovely, loving man that came from Sacramento, scoring 29 points, six assists on the Warriors. Curry had himself a night, though. 38 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, but was not enough for the Warriors to knock off the Pacers in Indiana. Also sad, I, I think Steph Curry got hurt, too. I, I think hurt his Didn't shoulder. He? I don't know how bad, but he... He did leave that game. I don't think he came back. You hate okay. to see that. I did not see that. Wish him the best. Another uh, another game that has fun tankathon implications. The East East matchup of the Pistons and the Hornets in Charlotte that also ended in overtime. The Pistons without Cade Cunningham knocking off the Hornets, who had just gotten Mr. Ball back, but it wasn't enough. Killian Hayes had himself another flirtatious triple double night. 25 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. Almost. Really close. No cigar. We have three games right now that are going on currently around the association. We'll start with the one that is basically just started. Timberwolves Clippers in LA. Clippers down 17-11 to to the Timberwolves. Uh, Timberwolves, I believe, is who the Thunder play next. Am I right? Am I wrong? Maybe. That is a fantastic question. I'm sure and I will they tell you, yes, that it is the beautiful. Tables. They play on Friday. Great. Lovely. Another East-West matchup in Denver. In the third quarter right now, Nuggets are up on the Wizards 80-74. Would love to see the Wizards win that game. I'm not just saying that because that game would also have tank implications, but they've. Uh, they, I think they've lost their last six or seven, so it's been a while since the Wizards have won one. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 24 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. I will go out on a limb that's not far off from the tree and say he will get that triple-double tonight. There is seven minutes left in the third. And the final game tonight, the Cavs, who are kind of my – I'm a closet homer for the Cavs this year. I'm a big fan of Mitchell in the season he's having. They're currently beating up on the Mavericks, 70-53 to in Dallas. Mr. Mitchell himself. 29 points. Christian Wood flirting with a double-double, 14.7 rebounds. Gentlemen, that was your Around the Association. Thank you so much, Drake. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking yes, us there, I think, Drake. I think this was this was a first in a, maybe a long time, maybe the season, that yeah. you haven't read off a Duke's a Duke player's Ooh. score like, line, you know, like stat line. I believe you. That's like the first time that they haven't been one of the top performers on there. So, like, I mean, hey, there's right a first for everything. History. There's a first for everything. I, I look forward to Friday when I'm sure <laughs> that that will, get, uh, that will get fixed very, very quickly. Um, but we are the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show uh, live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Uh, say what's up to Tom at the bar. He will take fantastic care of you. Uh, check out their menu and also their small bites menu, uh, which goes on uh, all night at the bar. Um, they got burgers, 
scallops, hush puppies, anything you want. Uh, they got it here at Flint. But coming up on the other side, we'll get our Jalen Williams of the game. We'll get our vibe check. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder Post Game Show, presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? You know the vibes. It's the Thunder Post Game Show on 1077 The Franchise, live at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out, say what's up. Josh Condit will shake your hand. I would he love wants to, sh- to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. I want to shake your hand. <laughs> That's what Josh Connett will do. He will shake your hand. Um, guys, we got to get to our Jalen Williams of the game. And I think, again, like Monday and like always, it's going to be pretty <laughs> like easy. Always. It's going to be pretty easy. Um, well, I mean, it's a really cool moment. You know, I think it's pretty rare to have somebody with the exact same name as you. Um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of surreal. And then um, I go by J-Dub, and then that's J-Will. So we kind of... Been figuring that out since we got here. I mean, come on. I know you. You know you. And I know you know that I know you. That's right. It's our Jalen Williams of the game, and I'm not sure how much longer this segment <laughs> is going to last. Maddie G even said something to us yeah, about it on last post game. Like, hey, this is, this is like, we're just too far into the bit now. I think that's, I think that's what it is. We're just too far into the bit now. Uh, but it is, for me, going to be uh, Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara. Uh, 14 points tonight, five boards, two assists, two blocks. Uh, was 6 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from three-point line. Uh, and, man, he's uh, he's kind of making the mid-range sexy again here in Oklahoma City. Uh, you know, everyone kind of got spoiled that year with Chris Paul, uh, where the mid-range was very, very sexy. Love Chris Paul. Uh, and may have caught the eye of Kim Kardashian that year. Who knows? But... <laughs> Uh, with, with, with the mid-range. You did with the mid-range. But uh, I said maybe. I mean, what? we don't know anything for a fact. But, um, you know, J-Dub, he, he is awesome, man. I, I can't say enough good things about him. His mid-range now, to, when he starts working that in, that's going to be absolutely deadly. That's just another dimension that uh, he can add to his game. I think uh, I think J-Dub's really good at basketball. Yeah. I think that's been said. Mm-hmm. Um, every single post game, yep. probably. Um, I think this segment's dying. I think this segment has to go. I think so, too. Even, we got we to come up with something new. Even when Kenneth Williams and Jalen Williams, other Jalen Williams, Jay Will, were uh, on the court and playing, J-Dub was still outperforming yeah. yeah, by a good margin. Um, so, yeah, J-Dub, uh, he's really good at basketball. The other two, even when not playing, he's good. He's still good. He's still uh, really good at basketball. Drake? Uh, I'll tell you what impressed me tonight about J-Dub, who is my Jalen Williams of the game. Santa Clara, J-Dub. Um, he didn't have a great first half, guys. I'm going to be real honest. Um, he just wasn't involved very much in the shots he was taking. They weren't hitting. Uh, but that man, that man went into the locker room at halftime, and he told himself, you know what? I think he kind of remembered who he was. Super short memory. And right in the beginning of the third quarter, he hit two threes and a two. Uh, and that was the J-Dub we've been used to seeing. Uh, this entire season, so I really think it's impressive that he has that on and off switch, the uh, the short memory. Uh, even if he doesn't have a stellar first or half or a second half, uh, he's able to uh, turn that switch on and turn it on quickly. That's the kind of switch I would like to see Trey Man get, I, and I've seen flashes of that, but I'd like to see that consistency that J Dub has been able to display uh, 
in that switch. But J-Dub, by way of Santa Clara, my J-Dub of the game. Absolutely. That was our Jalen Williams of the game. But, guys, why, why don't we just get to a vibe check? Why don't we just go straight into it, man? You know the f- vibes. You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your, that's your, that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Josh. Let's get your vibe check, sir. Nice. I get to go first. I'm excited. I'm excited because I believe this is a debut for me. This person has not been on Bad Vibes for very good reasons. He's a very good human being. That is Drake Fittitel. Drake, I'm sorry, bud. Oh, wow. When you texted us and said, hey, let's not go into overtime. How about that? I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Hmm. Not one bit. Because uh, it's like the no hitter thing. You're not supposed to talk about the no hitter wow. while it's going on. And you did it, Drake. You did it. Me this is called breaking. This is called breaking kayfabe. The fourth, you're you're breaking the, the fourth wall here. I'm letting them know what you did, and I'm putting you on blast for it because uh, we don't do it. It's okay. Hmm. Just don't do it again because it was a close game. If they called the foul at the end, SGA is nailing those two shots, and uh, it's tie game going overtime. So it would have been your fault. It didn't go there, so you're okay. But still not the best vibes, so, yeah, as you, it usually is. You talked about the no-no. You talked about the no-hitter yeah, 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 in the yeah. seventh inning. Don't do that. Hey, don't worry. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk about we'll we'll, we'll talk about it in the post game <laughs> critique. The post game <laughs> yeah, yeah, critique. Yeah. We have I'll a send you after in every post game. The memo. Yeah. I'll send it to yeah. you in the memo. <laughs> right, yeah. Good vibes though. I'm gonna go to somebody that's been uh, a little off this season, but tonight I think he's uh, turning around. Hopefully, that's Josh Giddy. Got 19 points, um, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, just dishing it out, 9 of 15 from the field, 1 of 3 from deep. I like that. I like those stats because he's not chucking it up. He looks comfortable. He's doing what he was doing last season, and I like that because, honestly, not sure if we've seen that multiple games this season, I'd say. I think we've seen it maybe one or two times, but not a lot like we did last season. So I'm going to try to get used to that Josh Giddy again because I like him. I like him a lot. And uh, it's good vibes. Good vibes to uh, Josh Giddy. Absolutely. Drake, let's get your vibe check. All right. Bad vibes. I think you guys know where I'm going to go with this. A uh, man that has not been connecting the dots as of late. That is one Mr. Alexei Pukushevsky. Only played eight minutes tonight. 0 of 3 from the field. Only grabbed two rebounds uh, and one assist. Uh, he's kind of uh, he's kind of in a slump, boys. Uh, he hasn't done well on the defensive end, and I think uh, it goes without saying, if you can't perform on the defensive end, why should we even have you in the game at all? Uh, now, granted, Bam Adebayo is a force, um, but guys like Baisley, they just kind of they kind of took the place of Poku tonight. So uh, I, I really want to see going forward. I want to see Poku and improve on that end. But uh, I'm not losing hope in him. All right, this is just me giving him a bad vibes for one game. Okay. I fully expect to come back here in the nearby future, but not a great game for Mr. Poku tonight. Good. I said vibe. it on Monday. I said it on Monday, Drake. By the dip. By the dip. By, by the dip in the Poku stock. By I'm, the dip now. I'm I'm very bullish on Poku still. Uh, so I'm not too worried about tonight's performance. That is also uh, two straight games of bad vibes. I gave him it last game, so uh, it's okay. He's going to turn it around. Okay. Good vibes. A lot of options tonight. Giddy was probably going to be my choice, but 
I really want to give it to Wiggins. I do. Because <laughs> when he plays 25 or more minutes, the Thunder are undefeated. And it's just a great stat. But I think I'm going to give it to Dort. Uh, pretty much for the same reason that Giddy got it. Uh, for Josh, he's 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 having a he's had a string of good games on the offensive end. He's kind of turned it around. He's been doing what he usually does on the defensive end. He's pretty. Con- I mean, guys, he's been consistent on that end of the floor. It's just always a question about the defense. But uh, I like the ferocity. He attacked the paint with reckless abandon tonight. Uh, it was kind of sexy. Not gonna lie. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Dort, good vibes, and Mr. Poku, bad vibes. Okay, my bad vibes tonight, guys. Uh, this is probably the first time giving it to him because, I mean, he doesn't play a whole lot. But it, it, when he does, he usually does really well. I'm going with Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe, I was afraid job, come in, hit threes, 0 for 4 tonight, uh, 0 for 5 from the field. Just, hey, it's, it's just a one-game thing. Like Drake said, it's just a one-game thing. I'm, I'm not sitting here going to bash Isaiah Joe because he's had some really good moments this year. Uh, actually, more often than not, whenever he gets a lot of playing time, he's, he usually has more good moments than he does bad, but tonight is one uh, that he, he'll just throw away the tape. Don't think about it. Short memory. He's a shooter. You're supposed to have short memory, uh, and he'll be back uh, on Friday, I'm sure, if he gets if he gets to play. If he gets to play. I don't know. We've talked about the rotations on the bench. Where, you know, it might not be he might not be a weekend guy. He might be a Monday Wednesday guy. He might not be a, he might not be a weekend guy. I do want to say on those rotations, I said last I think it was last one where I had a theory that he was taking Trey Mann's minutes. Trey Mann had five minutes tonight. Yeah, I'm uh, a little scared for Trey Mann, but good news for Trey Mann. Isaiah Joe didn't play that good tonight. So, like you said, maybe Isaiah Joe won't be playing this weekend. Trey Mann will come back in, get those minutes, and uh, show that he's still good. Uh, right. Some of some some of the stuff that I was talking about with Poku kind of kind of relates to Mann as well. Like if he can't if he can't get it done on the defensive end, uh, he does not have a lot of value if he's not hitting from the offensive end. So, lot right. lot of similarities between those two. Absolutely. My good vibes tonight. I'm going to actually, I was going to give it to Dort that has been taken. I am going to give it to Darius Basley nice. uh, tonight. Four or seven from the field tonight. Um, 12 points, five boards, two assists, one block, one steal. Kind of doing a bit of everything. Having to guard Bam out of bio, who's one of the best uh, big men in the league, especially just like because he can do so much. Uh, Bam, Bam can just do so much to kill you offensively. Um, and I thought Basley did a. Uh, a pretty decent job uh, on him tonight, and especially to it's just good to see Baisley play again. I mean, he there was a couple games in a row there where he just DNP didn't coach the decision. Like, I mean, he, he just wasn't playing, and uh, everyone else was at least getting like five or six minutes here, here or there. Um, so it's good to see him come out and get thrown to the starting lineup uh, and uh, and respond. He, he just he responded. Uh, that's one thing. Like, uh, Last year, too, when Darius Baisley started off the year in the starting five, he, he started struggling a little bit. They brought him off the bench, and what do you know? He, he started playing great. Like he, he played great off the bench last year. Uh, so I feel like he just – sometimes he just needs a little a little kick in the ass a little bit. You know, just like, hey, like, uh, we believe in you, but for right now, we got to – you're not playing well. We're going to sit you for a bit. And it feels like he always kind of just responds to some sort of adversity. So – uh, Darius Baisley is my good vibes. Did we miss anything? Let me see here. I'm going to go to our... Uh, Drake, you said the Tankathon, the Thunder are the reverse seven seed? 
Correct. correct? Yes. They are the reverse okay. seven. I believe they're depends on what Washington does tonight. Let me check that score gotcha. while we're here. While we're while we're wrapping up. They took up. sole possession Monday night of the seventh seed. We'll see if they get to keep it. Uh they are still in the thirteenth spot in the West right now. Uh still half a game back from the Los Angeles Lakers. If Washington wins tonight, the Thunder will take sole possession of number six in the reverse standings. Nice. Nice. The tank is still on. And they are currently down by five to the Nuggets with eight minutes left in the fourth. They can do it. The tank is still on. I believe. I believe. Do you guys guys believe? Do you guys believe the tank is on? I believe the tank is on as much as I believe in Poku, which is a lot. A lot. So, yeah, tank is on. Drake, are we still believing? Oh, I'm, I've been a believer since day one, baby. I don't care what <laughs> that record says. We don't waver here. We're Ted Lasso. <laughs> We're tapping the sign, man. We're tapping believe. the believe sign. Absolutely. Uh, on the tank. Third but, season needs to come out, by the way. Jeez. I know. It needs oh to. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of, of waiting. Such a good show. I, I need to see it. what happens. <laughs> need to see what happens. Um, but for us, for myself, Matt Burton, for Josh Connett, for Drake Vigito, this has been your franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show live from Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel. Come by just northwest of the Paycom Center. Uh, they are open for a little bit longer here at the bar. Come say what's up to Tom. He will take fantastic care of you. And uh, just great vibes here at Flint, as well as the great food and great drinks.